I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And today we are on another field trip on location in Ocean Beach, San Diego, California. It's a brewing. And we are friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. And I was going to say, today, probably podcast, I'm looking around, we've got ocean views, probably one of the most beautiful places we've podcasted from. Yeah, this brewery has it all. Yeah. Views, great beer, and a terrific story. Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night, lucky enough to live in San Diego, California, beer mecca. Please join us, pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool. And of course, make sure you find and follow us on social media. I like beer the podcast on Instagram and Facebook, and I like beer the Po one and I like beer the Ta one on Twitter. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe, give five stars and comment, and you can also check out our website and learn more. I like beer the podcast.com. Talon said we're on location at It's a Brewing Construction Zone. Construction Zone. This is a live recording. As Talon said, we're on location at It's a Brewing, Ocean Beach, San Diego. We're joined by the folks that make It's a Brewing a special place, serving excellent beer. Husband and wife team of AK and Javier, thank you for having us. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. We're excited to have you taste our beers. <laughs> I hear some constructions in the neighborhood, too. Well, we'll talk right over it. Yes. And sometimes we'll pause for it. Yeah. There you go. Do you want to start with some beer first? Yeah, that sounds like a great yeah, idea. Of course. Yeah. Let's start with the Golden Boy. Is that okay? Yeah, for sure. That was the first beer that we actually uh, started selling. Okay. Yeah, that's the first beer that we put into a uh, liquor store here in the area. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about the Golden Wave. Thank you. What should we expect? Well, Golden Wave is a little maltier beer. Um, it's not too hoppy, but it's a little hoppy. It's a West Coast IPA. It's yes. a West Coast IPA, yes. Um, we're trying to make beers that are um, basically drinkable for everybody because we are trying to basically bring beer for every single person available and without putting like too extreme in flavors and stuff right. like that. Yeah. And I think the Golden Way was born because he was making some West Coast IPAs and he made a really good one and then we thought it's missing something or that we wanted like something there and then we he made three batches with different little bit different hoppings and then we sat down and we didn't think because we designed all the names and labels so we didn't have a name for it, but once I tasted it in my mouth, it was like a golden color and golden wave in your mouth. So that's how I was like, this is a golden wave. Mm-hmm. And it kind of fits with California, so. Definitely malty, I get kind of biscuity. Like yeah. that, that, yeah, flavor is very good, very flavorful. I like that combination. It's yeah. very bitter, full West but, Coast mm-hmm. IPA bitterness, but then the maltiness. I think comes in and softens the bitterness, which I think is what you're talking about, making it drinkable for everybody. Sometimes that's the thing that gets people caught up is when it, it, it's too bitter mm-hmm. on the back end, people, that's what they don't like. Yeah. Um, so I think it kind of gives it a nice balance at the end there. It's nice. It's kind of where we're at. <laughs> I like all the notes of an IPA. I just don't like it when it wrecks my palate right, we can't, by the yeah, end of the beer. You can't taste anything. And, and this one would not do that, that maltiness. <laughs> mellows out the the end of it the bitterness yeah yeah, yeah. but it sticks around like an ipa if you like an ipa that yeah. has a bitterness at the end it's there i just don't feel like it's going to be there in an hour <laughs> two hours and three Love hours right 
So anyways, we, we love hearing and sharing stories behind brewers and breweries, and, and you guys have a great story. Mm-hmm. And so we really appreciate you guys letting us come in here and, and share it, and we'd like to share it with our listeners. Can you tell us a little bit about how you guys met and ended up running a brewery? Yeah, that's actually. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I always like to tell the story how we met when for various people, whether it's family, friends, relatives, or anybody. I was, we were both born in a fisherman village, like a small town uh, in different parts of the world. I was in Finland, he was in Yucatan, Mexico, and then at some point during high school, I I was one of those high school exchange students that come to your high school, and I spent a high school year in California, and then I just loved California, whether people different ethnicities and cultures and languages and if you go to a restaurant to eat something it's literally that's the thing you eat that's Chinese restaurant Lebanese or Italian or any of those you just get the real thing and then I came back to California I moved to Bay Area to do residency I did medical school in Finland and then um, sometime when I was in Bay Area he was living in Yucatan he was doing law school there and then he was volunteering in the Mayan villages um, to teach Mayan kids um, ecological cultivation and different things and then he came as part of his volunteer work to Stanford to um, give a talk to the Rotary Club there and while he was there this was like 10 years ago we met just briefly we met for like 15-20 minutes somebody introduced us that was it I was biking somewhere I I, I commuted on the Stanford campus by bike I had a helmet on he remembers that (laughs) and then um, then we just went apart I never I didn't know his last name and then um, a year later I went to do volunteer work and I was thinking either going to Peru to volunteer with Incas uh, or Yucatan with Mayans and ended up in Yucatan and then um, the first night that I was there I was in a small fisherman town living in one room and I went to the beach to walk. It wasn't like one of those touristy beaches. It was a safe beach with fishermen boats and, mm-hmm. and all these. Yeah, very uh, small. Very small, channel. yeah. And about like two miles along the beach full of fishermen boats. And I went there and then he was there reading a thick book because he was studying for an exam. And I was like, what are you doing? He was like, what are you doing? Here? <laughs> like, was like, she wearing the helmet? Yeah, so anyway, so that's, I sp- ended up spending nine months there, yeah. We're also in the flight path. So yeah. 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 There you go. It's like the plays they used to, they put on at the... Spreckles? Yeah, yeah, where the all the actors Stop. freeze during, yeah. <laughs> until the plane goes by, and then they go right back into their lines. It happens every 10, 10 minutes or so. We kind of learn to kind of not even right. pay attention Notice to it. Notice it, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so we met on the there on the beach, and then he was busy with school, and uh, we ended up volunteering on the same organization, and then we switched to a different one, and... During the nine months that I was volunteering there, I think um, at some point he asked, like, what's going to happen when you go back? And that's when we realized that um, maybe we're something there. There's something there. Yeah. So we were all the time together. I mean, we were volunteering together, but we were also hanging out together because we were living like a block away from each other. I was hanging out with his family. (laughs) We didn't really like like, think about it initially too much. We used to go sailing too in in Yucatan. He had this small sailboat there, like one of those, what's called sunfish? Sunfish. Yeah, tiny one. So then um, at some point he moved to Bay Area and then we lived there and then uh, it became a time when we started thinking, where do we really want to live? Like, And then we looked into places that have jobs for both and then whenever we came to San Diego, it was like, I guess the first trip I already felt like this is the place. Like I, 
we stayed close to like somewhere in Del Mar, Torrey Pine area. And then we went to Torrey Pines Park and we walked down and I heard the waves and I'm like, wow, they're so close here. Right. Bay Area, you had to drive to Half Moon Bay or Santa Cruz. And it, I think that was pretty much it. And then we, we just, we moved here. And even though we're both from different places, it just feels like home for us. So okay. that's how we kind of ended up here in San Diego. Yeah, yeah, beautiful place. Yeah, it's home. And where does the brewery fit into this? I haven't heard a, a word about Brewer having hits. a beer together yeah. or fall, you know, yeah, so. deciding that that needed to happen. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I can start from, with one sentence that he, I feel like he's always been the chef, like, even though I like to cook, and I'm, but he, he cooks way better than I do. So he has a particular ability to like, I don't know, create flavors and <laughs> things like that. So he's an artist in his, an the artist. way he creates yeah. with his food yeah. and his beer. There you go. Yeah, since, since we were in the Bay Area, we were into um, first making kombuchas, then uh, cold brew coffees. Oh yeah, that's what you did um, too. Mead. We, yeah, we also made wines. Kind of like this kind of stuff. Um, but when we came here, when we tried the craft beers here, it was just amazing. And then I just started doing like Home brewing, home like brewing, yeah. beer here, and then yeah. we just made so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then, then at some point we started it. talking with her, or he started talking, and and then that we should do this. And then first I was like, wow, that's a that's a that's a whole different thing yeah. we're doing yeah. right now. Yeah. But it it just it became something that that's what we both like to do because it's creative yeah. and you got to do your own thing and mm -hmm. yeah. So we're, we're curious about the name. When I first heard It's a Brewing, I thought, well, that's kind of clever. It's a brewing. And like, it's a, maybe it's an Italian brewery. It's a brewing. <laughs> yes. Um, and I thought it was clever and, and catchy, but that wasn't, that's not the name at all. It's not, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. tell us about it's the name. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's easy. Actually, the Itza comes from his last name, uh, Garcia Itza, and I'm Niemi from Finland. So our last name is Garcia Itza Niemi. And then Itza is an old, like, ancient Mayan name. Yeah. And there's only like less than 10 families, yeah, handful of families in the world that has that last name. So I think we wanted to use that for the Itza, and also because it's easier to pronounce. It's like short and it's not anyway. So then I, while we were kind of thinking of the label and um, while I was designing the logo, I just looked at what Itza means actually, because it's, it means kind of people, but then what it, what's the actual meaning? So the Itz part, Itz means magic and Ha is water in Mayan language. And then the thought is that Itza means water magician. And oh, Mayans nice. did a lot of things in the past, but um, basically in Itza Brewing, we thought that was perfect name because we wake, make magic with our magic yeah. from water. Our beer. No, so water magician. We're mod water magicians, nice. let's say that way. That's why we ask for the story. That was, that's great. And you know what? Yeah. That's, that's right there. Beer, beer making in a nutshell. Yeah. Water magicians. <laughs> He's I, the one. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> I like it. So you talked a little bit about you started drinking craft beers and that kind of stuff. What do you, do you can you name any like what were some of the wow beers like when you had that? You go, oh mm -hmm. my gosh, I didn't know beer tasted like. Yeah, this. actually, the first time that we were here, um, we were staying in a hotel in uh, downtown Ovi, and then um, we went one time to Ocean Beach Bar and Grill, and then we got some beers in in one uh, liquor store over there. One of the Abbott beers, liquor. Abbott, yeah. Yeah. One of the um, beers that we just saw from the beginning, there was something so weird. That it was like weird but peanut amazing. butter sound. Peanut like, butter, like the yeah. Belgian beaver. Yeah, the peanut butter sound. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was so. Yeah. I've never seen something like that. And that made us yeah. realize that you just you can do anything with craft beer, and yes, it's beer. It, but mm -hmm. it's, it was amazing yeah. experience. And then that was the first time that at least we we tried together. 
And it was so different. Yeah. And then I don't know if it was a night after or that we went the to same the same night or night after. Yeah, we went to um, Ocean Beach. Beach Bar and South Beach Bar and Grill. That's our favorite place yeah. to like eat. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Have they had the craft beer. Food. Yeah. And then there was just so many beers so many, that we yeah. tried, like, like the torn. What I, I d- ordered first, I just remember it was hopster pot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like hoppy ones. So. Yeah. Thorn Brewer Hopster Pot and you ordered the Aztec Amber Ale. Yeah, the Amber Ale. That, that was pretty good. Uh, it was no, just a re- yeah, 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 right? Take a yeah. break. <laughs> so that was the, some of the wow beers. But I think one of my favorites is the Space Dust. Oh, Elysium. By, yeah. Is Elysium. it Elysium? I never Elysium. know. Elysium. 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 Space right. Yeah, but she's up in Oregon. Yeah. Portland area. It's my dad's one of my dad's favorite beers. Yeah. yeah Space Dust is my favorite. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> they get done at the beach. I always want local. It's like space dust is one that I. It's, yeah. it's a good one and it support cooks. There's just a lot of good beer breweries here and beers. Most definitely. Yeah. So for you, you get into home brewing then. Mm-hmm. And so what what what's like one of the first like kind of wow beers you made where you made a beer and you went oh this is pretty good I yeah. should do I should do this some more. <laughs> so um, we both agreed that it's a double IPA that that we made. So the thing is that we create our um, beers from scratch. So we start with base malt and then we tried like different um, specialty malts until we figure out which one we like the best and then that's when we add the, the hops that we like the best so there's a lot of experimentation yeah. before getting to a beer and he loves that part yeah, yeah. We both, I mean we make small, you're, small you're batches in order to get to so. get to that <laughs> yes. point. but yeah the, or, or I mean our best one and one of the, the ones that we really love is uh, our uh, double IPA nice yeah. yeah it's not on sale yet but yeah, yeah. coming soon Coming, coming soon. soon. <laughs> we just had to wait a little bit because some of the special hops that you yeah. used weren't available, but it's it's coming probably next. Yeah, yeah we just use a um, combination of different hops that there are not always available. And then if we want to have it like all year round, so we were not able to get the hops this time. So we're going to wait until the hops are available, make sure that we are going to have it for the whole year, and then start making the beer because we don't want to change anything in the recipe. It's just right. good and like right. it's just yeah. good. But that was the wow beer. Yeah. Yeah. Should we try another? Yeah, we'll try another. This wow is us a, with another one. Yeah, so this is a, a porter, which is a not a typical maybe here, but um he's really good at making porters. Oh, it's coming over. We talked several times on the podcast about how sad it was that there weren't porters this autumn or winter. Yeah. You know, I think the breweries stuck with what their big sellers, key beers were. And that meant we went a season without really having any porters in our neck of the woods. Well, yeah. Yeah. Certainly no stouts other than exactly. what, what was always available. And, and, and one, of, think, the, yeah. one yeah. of the things that uh, we thought about this beer is to make a porter that is not like what you expect with a porter. It's going to be really, That's really mean, strong yeah. or something more designed for winters. Um, we tried to make a porter that is kind of like crisp. But at the same time, not too. Oh, I was going to pour it into too, glasses. Uh, like strong. I would say that it's very similar than a black IPA, but with do- without all those um, bitterness. Yeah. So we want to make it a bit like available for people to drink at any time. I mean, we live in San Diego. It's right. hot here. Mm-hmm. Something having a porter or a stout is kind of too much, unless it's really, really cold. So a year-round um, porter. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's a little crispier than the usual. Yeah. And then smoky. A little drier. Too. A little sm- yeah. yeah. That's another interesting combination, the, the crispness of it with the smokiness. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> yeah. different. <laughs> it's working, though. Yeah. yeah. yeah it, is, it is water magic. 
I think it's delicious. I do no, too. I agree with it's you. Not I think as from a, it's heavy as no, like no, it's, it is. It's kind of a light body porter. If you told me I was, if I just read smoky porter, I would think a much heavier beer. And then at six point five percent, you know, I wouldn't be expecting a beer that's that's full bodied versus just kind of a medium full. Yeah. And I would not expect that the finish on it, which, yeah, is, very, which is fantastic. Very <laughs> but it's yeah. very smooth. Again, it's very balanced, which is I think that's. A great goal to strive for on any beer is that it kind of has that balance, that flavor you're not left with aftertaste. And, yeah. yeah, like if you like porters, you'll still get the porter, but if you're not a fan of porters, you could still, still try, yeah, like it because it's lighter. Yeah, and, a um, tiny bit of sweetness, not much. And the name is a, a little unusual, Tunkuruchu. Tunkuruchu. So Anna Kaiser makes the labels and all the designs. <laughs> yeah, so the, how we came up with the name, it was like, okay, this is a good porter, what are we going to name it? And we were sitting one night, and it's kind of like a smoky, almost like you're having a whiskey or a brandy in the winter in front of a fireplace. But it's a, so it makes you like think deep. And uh, anyway, so Tunguruchu is a meaning, it means owl. It's like one of those wise animals in Mayan language. So it was just one night that we're like, this tastes like Tunguruchu, or I don't know how we came. Up. It was like a conversation <laughs> that we had, and we're like, okay, that sounds kind of interesting, different. So we just sounds, named it Tunguruchu. But it works. Sounds exactly yeah. like the conversation you'd have after three of these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel wiser. Yes, that's <laughs> I'm a wise old owl. With it. Yeah, and yeah. And then these photos are typically taken in from like Sunset Cliffs or Beach of San Diego or somewhere here. So this is a sunset um, oh, yeah, from right here by the cliffs. Yeah. And this is actually after sunset when a lot of people leave and you think the sky is not going to be pretty anymore. So it's oh, close to when yeah, it gets that, dark that and it's like the yeah. twilight. Yeah. It's a, it's a photo, um, even though really it looks cool. kind of just dark blue. Exactly. And now that you say, I would not have noticed that. Well, you can see, yeah, no, But now, yeah, it, once yeah. you've said that and I turn the can, I can totally see that. Oh, that's interesting. Nice. And the design, the, the pyramid design, you came up with that? Oh, Santa Kaiser. Yeah, so she's really good at doing those <laughs> designs and stuff. And she created the design, like the logo from scratch. So. It just came to my mind because Itza is Mayan and there's... Chichen Itza right, is this yeah. famous Mayan pyramid and the four letters just perfectly form like that kind of a triangle or a pyramid and then it's sunny in San Diego so um, that's how the logo came up and right. my favorite color is blue and turquoise and that's what color it is there exactly. you go you know, and why would you and, use any other color yeah and I think that's what, what I like about having this brewery that you, you just can create your own thing yes ah, this is super yeah cool. so I, we read about you before coming there was a great article in the San Diego Beer News hmm. and a quote, because you guys both come from unlikely backgrounds, perhaps, for running a brewery. Totally. <laughs> this yep. is a really unique brewery. We're at their home. Yep. We're in their beautiful yard. They're growing their own hops and grapes, and <laughs> someone's got a green thumb. Who has the green thumb? Him. It's, it's Javier. <laughs> Javier. And so we've seen your, your brewery set up right in the back of your, your home. It's, it's fantastic. In that article I, I read, you wrote, uh, or you said, life goes by fast, you really have to do what you love in your explanation of how you ended up into brewing. Mm -hmm. And can you tell us a little more about your career and life choices, you know, kind of focused on that, doing what you love, about your passions and how your passions have brought you here? Hmm. I think we have sort of a different but similar story for for me, it was, I always, um, well, I went to medical school and I became a pediatrician and, I, and I, right now I work at UCSD Rady Children's in the neonatal ICU, so babies that need ICU care. And I just love my work. I, it's very fulfilling and I love it. And um, 
it's uh, same time it's very intense it you have to know the science physiology everything and as a kid and young person I used to like draw and paint and make poems and I even made rap for him at our wedding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was a good one, but, you know, <laughs> it was something. So I miss being creative. <laughs> right. And here, as a brewery, I just realized there's nobody to tell, like, how, what kind of a label we do. What, what do we name our beer? What do we put in it? Like, this beer making is, there's infinite possibilities. When do you put malts? How many? Which malts? And which stage? What the temperature is? Which hops do you use? What combination do you dry hop? Which ones? There's just like, like just no limits at yeah. all. So it's just creative, and I think we both wanted to do something like that. And of course, with our schedules, we're both working, so it's a little challenge right now. But we figured you don't want to give up your dream for that. So totally, do you just have yeah. to work a little extra? You know, when you have days off, uh, work a little extra yeah. to like. Brewing, uh, marketing, and stuff like that. As we said earlier, luckily the commute for the brewery is is, is pretty nice. Right now, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> of course, at, at some point when we need to expand yes. and we need to hire people, and right. it'll be different. But this is how we decided to start, and it, yeah. and I think that was for him too. He yeah. works in a very kind of a theoretical field, and then ha being creative and getting to do his chef. Yeah. In the so it's your, your creative outlet, but, but unlike most people who maybe go paint by numbers, you're like, let's open a brewery. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, very cool. Yeah, I like it. Mm -hmm. Back to the beer, real quick. Since we're talking, what what beers or beer styles are your specialties? Like, what do you think are your specialties? Basically, IPAs and porters. Um, we have uh, right now in the stores two different two different kinds of uh, West Coast IPAs. Uh, we also have, um, I mean, a porter. But uh, right now we are just focusing and just making like beers that are really, really good and then available for everybody. But it's yeah. basically right now West Coast, um, I want IPAs and then porters. And so if, if someone shows up to the store and they see your stuff there in the store or they're here in your backyard, what, what is one beer they have to try? Like what's the beer that's going to say, oh, this is, I need to try more of these people's beers? This is the water magic. Which, which, one, which, one, <laughs> which one is you, you don't leave here without tasting water magic. Here you go. Yeah, it basically depends on what you like and what you are looking for. If you like something that is more juicy, I would recommend to get the um, Unclassified. If you like something maltier and hoppier yeah. and, um, and like dry taste, I would say the um, golden way. And for example, if you are in your backyard and then um, you want something like that reminds you like summer, that something crisp, but again, it's also yeah. um, like a porter, I would say, like or um, tunkuruchu is a good idea. So kind of like makes you concentrate on. You know, summer and stuff like that. <laughs> so we, we're trying your session IPA, Lazy Wave. Yes, it's kind of relation to Golden Wave. So session, you know, it's an easy to drink, a little bit lighter, and you can drink it by the pool or by the beach. And so we just, when we kind of were making it, we just thought it's a lazy wave. It's for a lazy day when you have a summer lazy day. <laughs> and you'll see there's, um, I think we already published online the label. Yes. So it has this beautiful picture of ocean that coming, not waves that like crash right, right, right. kill you, yeah. but it's just like this lazy wave, lazy nice. day. This is fantastic. It is very good. Yeah, no, and you're right. It's uh, very This, this is right at my, this is what I'm looking for right here. Right. <laughs> this is the one. Now, as a, someone who loves pale ales, this Session IPA is, this, this is right where I like a beer to be. Yeah, for, yeah. This, for the um, Session IPA, 
it's a little challenging to make um, low alcohol beers that don't taste like watery. Right. And then we have been trying so many recipes, trying to add different, especially malts, until we got to this point. And he's not satisfied unless he's satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one is very like um, easy to drink. Um, I mean, even when it gets hot, it doesn't taste bad like most of the beers. Right. It's just like an easy, easy uh, drink. This is if I was sending someone here, that that was a maybe not a giant IPA guy. That's a great. This is exact. I'd tell him start with this one. This session because it kind of gets you into wave. it. It's like I always, I always use the mm. term. It's like a gateway beer. Like you oh, try this so one good. and you go, I like this. I like these flavors. What are these flavors? You go, oh, that's yeah. it. Okay, now try this little one that's a little more hoppy. hoppy or a little, yes. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like so it kind of gets you going in it. But I think the other thing that's nice about this is, as you said, you could sit on a hot day and you could drink many of these. Yeah. You know, and it's just, it, it's very refreshing. And, oh, this and, is uh, a, this is a, ke- you want a kegerator of this. <laughs> this is, this is fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like very a, excited about this beer. About 20 <laughs> IBUs less than any yeah, of these. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. yeah. No, that, that to me is like an old school pale ale, lots of flavor. Um, not going to wreck your palate. Not going to make you kind of twitch with bitterness. <laughs> 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 Nicely done. So. One thing we've heard in, in our travels around to different breweries throughout San Diego is, is about the brewing community and, mm-hmm. and positive comments and how supportive they are. Uh, I'm going to say you opened up <laughs> it's, it's a Brewing at arguably the toughest time to open a brewery. When did you guys get rolling? Yeah, I think the, a year, like a year and a half ago when he started, we really started thinking about it, like spring 2020. That was obviously right in the middle of COVID. Everything was shut down. That's when he made a like, really great beer and we're like, we could do this. And then we're like, well, restaurants are closed. Taproms are not open. <laughs> right, yeah. And then we're, we're like, we, it's going to take a while. We'll have to figure out whether we can do it in our, in our backyard in a separate building. And we talk to the city and zoning and all these places and it's possible you just have to follow some rules and regulations and not like I have a a tap room here but um, we figured out all the process of going through FDA and tobacco trade bureau like the Mm -hmm. government organizations and state and city it's a slow process (laughs) a lot of paperwork so we figured during this time even though it's not an optimal time to sell we have time to experiment and then um, We'll go from there, and and we decided not to start with the tap room because it worked best for us because of our work schedules and everything, and we're focusing on doing good beers and distributing locally and and starting from there. But it's definitely wasn't like the best time to start. But we're like, you if you have a dream, you just gotta start working on it right away. Yeah. And you found the community to be supportive of, of both the brewing community and Ocean Beach. Yes. Yeah, from the yeah. beginning, since we um, uh, launched our uh, Instagram page and also our Facebook page, we just got messages from breweries around the area, uh, showing their support and also for um, you know to help with collaborations and stuff like that. It's just amazing how, how much support there is for yeah. new breweries, and and then they're open to help each other to talk about right. it and then to meet with other. Yeah. Um, you it's know, not like usual business when you're if you're a competitor you don't share things I feel oh, like yeah, yeah. I feel like it's all. brewing community is like like you support each other you're interested in each other because it's even though we're competing from the same market with Belgian Beaver and Modern yes. Times and all these big bigger breweries but I feel like it's a very nice community like we go and uh, whenever we go to a restaurant, we buy, buy draft or try draft beers from local breweries and we go to liquor stores and try something. Right. And 
it's a very um, supportive community, I would say. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, and uh, like when we talk like together about it, it's like we um, mention like those breweries, like the breweries here in San Diego, as uh, big brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 right. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, like, there's some really big, big brothers big and brothers. some kind of big brothers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it's some people, uh, like some breweries, to like it's just people to look up to and how they how they make their beer and obviously we're doing our own journey but still it's a good place to be like you can't produce a bad beer in san diego right like you you're a lucky person to live in san diego you get a good craft beer i think the thing that's interesting and we've heard this is that that seems to be a common sentiment here in san diego that people are very supportive it's not that way necessarily in other Mm -hmm. uh, communities uh, you might have a lot more of that yeah, that competition jousting so that's yeah. that's very cool to hear so all right so you talked a little bit about that uh, distribution but so how does someone how does a listener get some of you guys beer so we have two options um, one is online and they can just check our website and then uh, request it via email but we have right now um, I believe 10 accounts nine or ten yeah. accounts we just started in, selling like a month and a half ago, so it's not too big yet. Right. So you're catching us at a well, very things are, fresh... Things just opened up, so you're, like you're just right at the cusp of things reopening. So <laughs> Yeah, we just have like... We are working with uh, several liquor stores here in Ocean Beach. Okay. And also in... Uh, Chula, Vista, Chula Vista, Claremont, Linda Vista. Linda okay. Vista. And so. then we're like... Whenever we have a day off yeah. um, <laughs> together or he has a day off, we try to like... He brews or we market and... Obviously, our time is sometimes limited, but that's a, that's our main... It's a full-time hobby. There you yeah. this way. And one thing that we noticed is that um, also the owners of the liquor store, yeah. they're really open to craft beer, and then they're passionate about it. They yeah. like craft beer, for yeah. sure. And then they share that, so when we go to uh, show our beers to them, something they ask for samples, they try them, then they ask, they um, buy like one case or two, and then they put it in a display there, like, Next to the other, like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's cool. Brothers. Just amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. that feel good. That feels good. Yeah, yeah, the first yeah. time we took a photo. Yeah. Like, that's so cool. Like, we are next to um, Pizza Park. Pizza Park. Nice. Oh, wow. That's one of our. That's yeah. a big brother. There Pizza you go. Yeah. yeah, that's good. A double IPA. That's one yeah. of our. Yeah, but that, that's part of the San Diego beer drinking community, right? Would walk yeah. in and say, "What have I not had yet?" What yes. I, you know, right? Because I will, I will check off plastic bag, the plug that there's one. Yeah, we'll we'll check off. We've had that. We've had that. Oh, we haven't had that. Let's let's pick up a six pack of that. Yeah. So that that's part of the San Diego experience is looking not for your traditional old standard beer, but what's new? What else is new? Yeah. Oh. And I think that's that's one of the amazing things about here. There's always new things to come up, and it's a very supportive community. Well, we were even like we were t talking because we did from our podcast standpoint where we went. We were online, online or doing Zoom or whatever for you know a year plus or that and then we finally are back in the studio and and it was like how did san diego come out of the and it's it's amazing to me that in san diego you know during covid and with all the challenges of covid we actually added breweries i mean so that, that's kind of amazing really when you think about it <laughs> yeah. you would have thought going in the prediction was the opposite that oh my gosh we're gonna lose a bunch and that you know we lost some but we actually added more so that was that's kind of a, an interesting you know how, how that played out yeah oh this smells juicy yeah, it's definitely exactly. a juicier. <laughs> I'm glad you picked it up because I think that was one of the main things. So this, the one that we're tasting now is called Unclassified. And um, it's a West Coast IPA that we wanted to create a little bit prudier one. So yeah. he, he made like a couple of batches, different dry hoppings, different hoppings. And then this one, um, and then we do blind tasting. So we mark on the bottom of the glass something which, that which one it is and we don't know and then we vote and we both voted this as the winner 
and it has a like a West Coast IPA, the hoppiness, but then some fruity yeah. aroma and taste, and um, maybe guava. That's what both of us came up with, but it's, it's <laughs> yes. t- it changes. Yeah, yeah guava, one hundred percent guava. And the thing is that we don't use any flavors or anything. It's just it's coming out of hops. Yeah. 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 So he created the guava with the hops, and the yes. name mm. unclassified became. I think it's a combination. We couldn't really define a name, and then it was June when we created this, and the government report of the unclassified. Oh yeah, oh, that's funny, yeah. That report came up, so the whole can <laughs> is sort of a. Yeah. We couldn't classify the beer, so we named it unclassified, nice. and then it has a like an Earth planet Earth, and the hops are flying from San Diego to uh, some yeah, UFO yeah. there. There you because, go. Because you know everybody wants Earth's craft beer. It's that is very true. That's, that that's is sort very of the true. meaning of the image. So this is another paradoxical beer. It's it's all that juice smell. The the, the fruitiness comes out of it, but then very dry. Mm-hmm. Again, something I like in, in a beer, but compared to Golden Wave, but even even a drier, crisper beer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, we mash at very uh, low temperatures to to get to the um, dryness of the beer. Um, of course, uh, this one the. Um, Tuncurucho, the porter, um, we mash it a little higher temperature to get a little more sweet taste, but still not too much. But because it, it, we want it to be still um, a little dry, like dry, dry taste in the palate at the end. So, AK, you're the IPA girl, or lady, yes, doctor, I love doctor. It, yeah. Excuse me, let me start it. You're the AP- <laughs> IPA doctor. <laughs> That's a good new, new uh, title. Yeah, doctor yeah. IPA. Yeah. <laughs> of of these three, what, what's your favorite? If you had to pick, I know you love all your children, but yes, I do. <laughs> Equally, <laughs> well, to be fair, it depends on my mood, which ones I like, or it depends on what I want. But I, I would say the unclassified. It's a surprising one. It's, it, um, I don't know. It's just um, Golden Way was is my favorite initially because it's just the soft, malty, not as hoppy wave in your mouth. But I really like the hoppy ones. So the unclassified bring you, brings you the dry hoppiness, but also fruity aroma. Mm-hmm. So I would say that's my favorite. Yeah. But wait for the double IPA. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's coming up in a few weeks. Now, mm-hmm. Javier, do you have a favorite of your beers? Um, if it's, right a, now, it's been I'll a long it. day, you finally get it. Some you finish cleaning everything, you finish marketing, you finish brewing. <laughs> Which one do you grab? I would say like the session. Attaboy. Because, you know, <laughs> I mean, after a long day of work, um, you want to have like something, but you don't want to get wasted. Mm. So it all like depends on the job and the day. You have that nice taste in your mouth. Yeah. So you kind of talked about double IPAs coming, but what's next for Itza? Um, in terms of you can talk big picture, short term, long term, but what's what's next? What, is, what are the, what are some of the plans? So right now we are just um, the both making sure that our customers um, like our beers, and then we are expanding from where we started here in Ocean Beach. And our goal is to sell our beers in all San Diego, meaning to have our beers in all liquor stores in San Diego. It's kind of like good craft beer for everybody at right. any time, right. meaning that you can get it in Carlsbad, Escondido, Chula Vista, El Cajon, that if someone wants our beer, they can go to a liquor store and get <clears> it. <throat> that's so that's, yeah. that's sort of our, I guess, mode of operation. Correct. And then um, the double IPA is coming next and just keep spreading slowly. Yep. And then at some point, obviously, we got to expand from this 
home base <laughs> location, yeah. and that's we're looking into next steps as well. So. Don't don't ignore Vista when you're ready to look for a t- tasting <laughs> yes, room. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. we always hear about how brewery friendly Vista is. Plus, we'd love to have you closer to home. Yeah, <laughs> got some sessions there. Yeah, there the lazy go. waves. Yeah, <laughs> and one of the things that we have been like troubleshooting all the time is uh, for the expansion. Um, you, as you know, so having a beer in a tap room is not the same to have it in a can. So the beer that you taste in the tap room is way fresher than the one that you can uh, taste in a can. So it's been very challenging for us to keep those smells, those tastes in the can. Mm-hmm. Why? Because, you know, after that's can, so it takes maybe two weeks when after you have the beer and then the flavor may change, it may... Um, I don't know, sometimes because of temperature, not all the places keep them in uh, cold temperature, the flavor may change. But yeah, that's uh, one of the challenges that we have in, in, I mean, when we can beers, because it's not easy at all. It requires a lot of time. It's just very challenging to put a, a can, like a beer in a can. Right. So we are still experimenting to, to make sure that the beer that we have, like when it's done and it's perfect, it's going to be the beer that you are going to have when you try it. When you open your can, um, but yeah, that's that's really hard. It doesn't look right, but it's really yeah. hard. And when you yeah. when you're a newer brewery, and this might be someone's first time tasting the beer, yeah, you don't want it to go wrong. Exactly. You know, you know, yeah. If you're stoned and one goes wrong, yeah, they're coming back, right? But yeah. but, but they're given it's a, a chance. They're yeah. spending their money on it, and you want it to. Now, do you ever walk into an establishment, one of your accounts, and just go, oh, no, my beer can't be that close to the sun, or <laughs> let's, but let's move this into the shade or cold section? I have said that once, uh, because uh, one of the accounts, put the, oh, I mean, one of the liquor stores put the beer in the shelf instead of in the fridge. It's like, do you mind if we put them there? But yeah, so um, when you have like a beer, for example, in a room temperature, if it's not pasteurized or if it's not like filtered, then the flavor may change. So, of course, like beers like, I don't know, like Sol or Corona, those those big ones that there is no yeast left. There's absolutely no residuals left in the beer. He's they talking about be, the science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they yeah, can yeah. be yeah. in room temperature yeah. with no issues, as long as you don't put it in the sun. But um, any craft beer is different. It's different. Right. Yeah, yeah, any craft beer, yeah. yeah. Like one of the impression, like one of the things that I realized that why he's so passionate about this is that one late night, and we all, both need to get sleep for our work sometimes. But one na- late night, he just said, like, I just want to make really good beer. He was, like, reading something, watching something, and he was studying something and looking at his things. And he's like, I just want to make really good beer. And um, I think he's really motivated. And then all these Golden Wave unclassified. But he makes the beer, basically. Beer is his... I like love to create labels and things like that, but the beer that you drink, it's it's our beer brewmaster. So I, <laughs> I mean, it's also part of her um, yeah. background in biology. Yeah. Also, we are able to work with cheese and stuff like that. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't say brewmaster. I would call you more water magician. Water. water magician. I think that's a cool. That name. needs to be on that's, your business card. That's water a cool name. Magician. You can say brew, brewmaster yeah. slash water, water magician because yes, that that's that next way. level. And, and, if, <laughs> and if you're wondering how are AK and Javier different than you, she said we both need a full night's sleep sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I need a full night's sleep always, sometimes yeah. twice a day. Yeah. Yeah. You you two need full night's sleep sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's the magician part. There you go. <laughs> so one one more time, the website where they can order some beers. 
www.itsabrewing.com or follow us at Instagram at It's a Brewing or Twitter at It's a Brewing. We're less active on Twitter, I have to say, and Facebook is It's a Brewing. But our, on our Instagram and, and, and website, uh, It's a Brewing.com, you find the beers available or where you can get them, how to get them. And we will link that to everything we post as well. Thank you, AK and Javier, for taking time to sit down with us and for sharing your story and your fantastic beers. beers. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Cheers. Uh, listeners, thank you for spending the hour with us and go get yourself some of this fantastic beer. We hope we get invited back when the double IPA comes out. Yes. yes. And keep us informed about all these future plans That's because great. it's happening for you. You're making yes. the beer. You Maybe have the, the, the enthusiasm, the creativity. Yes. It's happening. Yeah. Maybe next time we'll sit right here with the same planes flying. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll be at our new location once go. we expand. Well, we're happens. looking forward to all of it. We'd love yeah. to keep chatting. Right now we got to run. B double E double R U N beer run. B double E double R U N beer run. All we need is a ten and a five or a car and a key and a sober driver. B double E double R U N beer run.